Hello everyone, my name is Brian Tamburino. And this is Brendan Carey. And together as members of Fuel, we bring you FuelCast, the only young professionals podcast in Connecticut. FuelCast is brought to you by the local networking group Fuel and the Greater Valley Chamber of Commerce. Uh, today we're here with Ramon Peralta from Peralta Design. Ramon, why don't, you, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm Ramon Peralta. I'm the founder of Peralta Design. We are a digital creative agency located here in Shelton. We've been uh, in Shelton now uh, 12 years. Um, I've, I've been a resident of Shelton almost 20. Um, we've got a satellite office down in Florida where, where I have a second home. And uh, we've been growing. We've been growing this past year. We've, we've, uh, we've hired uh, three new people. Um, we offer uh, all different types of services that relate to launching a brand. So our tagline is we launch brands which evolved from my time at Priceline. I was on the team behind Priceline.com, and I worked at Walker Digital, where we launched hundreds of brands um, subsequent to Priceline uh, in the startup space. So I'm just very familiar with how to build a team that can do that and what kind of strategies you need to develop to launch something. So we, we love working with startups, but we also love working with small businesses. Um, we're working right now with... Uh, with actually a foot doctor that uh, is uh, works with a lot of famous tennis stars, the you know the Williams sisters and and uh, Steffi Graf and all this, and he needs a website. Doesn't have to be anything f- fancy, but he he needs to highlight this stuff. So we work with small businesses, we work with electricians, but we also work with larger brands too. Um, and in in some cases, um, we're 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 working with uh, with companies to help drive traffic and drive sales. You know, Modern Plastics is a Shelton company. Great example of a, of a great company that um, just stopped advertising. And they, they just, they've been around 75 years and just figured we don't need to advertise. But now there's so much competition out there that when you search for, for plastics or plastic materials, they don't even show up. Wow. So now we're working with them to, you know, develop strategies to get them to appear on searches, and it's not just SEO. You know, it's not just search engine optimization. We're we're helping them with uh, specific landing pages, so that you can get to like they do these. They, nobody even knows this, but these guys are doing like medical plastic, like the implants that you would get for a knee, or a hip, or some like really high tech stuff. They're doing that right here in Shelton, and wow. so we've built we've, we've built landing pages just for their medical plastics to help drive traffic to Great those idea. pages. You know, yeah. so so we uh, we launch brands, but it's also for brands that have been around 75 years. Um, we recently helped a couple guys with this funky idea called Dollar Shoe Club. They've mm. they've invented a subscription shoe service um, where you can you can customize your shoes online. Um, and then you, you sign up for a package. You can do like a, a single shoe or two or three shoes at a time. And you, you design them online. You get them every 90 days. You get a new pair of shoes. And you return your used pair of shoes to them. And they give them to charity. Really? So mm-hmm. it's, and these guys are right here, right here in Connecticut. You know? And so we help them with an explainer video to explain how this works because it's kind of a funky, you know, idea. So video is the most engaging medium to, like, explain something, you know. Uh, so we made a little animation, which we did in-house. Uh, Danny is our motion designer. He did, he did that. And, uh, and then we helped him set up a Kickstarter page where they're going to try to, you know, get their first thousand customers, okay. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, who knows, you might see these guys on Shark Tank, you yeah. know. So it's kind of fun. We get to work with companies like Modern, we get to work with like doctors, but we also work with these startup companies 
which is super exciting. You do a lot of work for the chamber too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we won the Fuel Partner Award. Mm -hmm. Congratulations! Uh, yeah, thank you. That was a that was a great honor. Um, it's a great place for our younger team members to go and like build their own relationships, learn leadership, get involved. Mm -hmm. And it's great that the chamber has this group that's dedicated for the younger, you know, business professional. So we had a lot of fun working on the logo, and um, and they they love being a part of that group. So that's that's uh, I really wanted to touch on company culture. Yeah, I've not, I've not spoken to one of your employees that says they dislike right. even a minute of being right. there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you've created this really great yeah. culture for yeah. these people, um, and, and not only just to work there but yeah. to grow. Yeah. Kevin is a great example. Exactly. Definitely got out of his shell since I've met him. Mm -hmm. uh, Vice chair of fuel now. Mm -hmm. What does he do with? Uh, oh, United Way. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I mean, how do you? What do you do to inspire them? How do you? I guess shape the culture to well, be something that's motivating yeah well they see they first of all you lead by example so they see me getting involved in the community and then it's a it's a form of cloning myself you know building a culture of service helps us stand out uh, amongst other agencies um, but it also gets them to share in the spotlight of getting out there let, getting people uh Letting people know you, uh, making a difference, you know, it, it's, I'm not going to say it's, it replaces pay, but it, it is becoming increasingly as important as pay. You know, like they, a lot of my team members have worked in toxic work environments. Mm -hmm. And when, when, as an agency or when you're in the business of marketing, you've got to understand what, what are the pain points that your customers have? And if I listen to my team, a lot of the pain points that, employees have is that they hate where they work and i look at people like richard branson he's a big you know role model for me he he talks about people don't leave their 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 um they don't quit their jobs they quit their bosses mm -hmm. you know um and he invests a lot in company culture you know and uh he says you know what if what if we train you know another famous quote of his is what if we train our employees and they leave mm -hmm. And then you follow up with that by saying, well, what if we don't train them and they stay? Yeah. You know, so you want to uh, create a culture where your team feels like they're growing and that they're also serving and that, that, that there's purpose. There's a reward that comes with doing good. Mm. Um, and uh, I really have invested a lot in building that kind of a culture. Um, and uh, I have another mentor, a role model, um, this woman, uh, Kate Donahue. She's, she's, she's active in uh, BRBC. She owns uh, Hanford Chemical. And she had, uh, I had to sit down with her. She had an employee that was dying from cancer. Um, this woman was, her body was riddled with cancer and she kept coming to work, you know. And, and Kate was like, you know, you, you got to just rest. You got to, and, and this woman was like, this is, this is what gets me up in the morning. Like, I want to come to work. And this is a woman going through chemo and going on through all kind of stuff. And there, the culture at that company was so strong that she, that's what, get her, that's what got her up in the morning. Hmm. And that's admirable that you can have a culture like that where somebody sick wants to come to work mm -hmm. because that is what motivates them. That's what gives them purpose. So co company culture is is, uh, is so important, and I don't think a lot of companies value it. And, um, you know, it, it pays dividends because you create a place that um, people feel safe. People feel like other people have their backs. I come from the corporate background, and I hated it. Mm -hmm. It was very cutthroat, 
and, and, and you feel like you're on eggshells and people can walk by you and not even say hello, yeah. you know, and uh, who wants to go to work in that kind of environment, you know, but when you're looked at as a number or you're, you're, you're not appreciated, then they make no investment in you. And um, I, I want to build a culture where we're, we're all excited on, on Sunday night. We can't wait to come to work. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't want the Sunday blues either. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think, um, so this is a spin on a question that I usually ask. Uh -huh. I usually say, which personality quality do you believe helped achieve your level of success? But I'm going to spin it into which personality quality do you look for while hiring employees? What do I look for? Um, that's, I, I think um, that's a good question. I, it is. Because um, I, I look for many qualities. There's chemistry is very important. Um, and uh, hunger, you know, mm -hmm. I think drive, I think motivation. Um, there, there's, there's a certain, um, so if I were to give you the summary answer, it would be soft skills to me are more important than technical skills. Mm -hmm. um, because technical skills can be taught. But um, soft skills, some of them anyway, um, although you could argue that they can be taught, there are some skills that we have that are innate to us. You know, there's work ethic. Um, and uh, if somebody ha doesn't have it, uh, it's very hard to, to light a fire under them if they just, it's not in their DNA. Right. So um, I, I look for the soft skills, the ability to collaborate, the ability to um, share ideas, the ability to not have to take the credit for everything. Um, you know, if you do it right, if you have a team and, they, and, and, and they're working well together, then it doesn't matter who gets the credit. So I, I, those are some of the things I look for. No, it's interesting. So, I mean, you, you came from, you know, Walker Digital, which, which mm -hmm. created this similar mm -hmm. culture, would you say? Uh, it was more roll up our sleeves. Uh, we were all motivated by uh, the big windfall, that something was going to take off. Okay. So um, uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, what I'm trying to build now is, is more of a, a culture where we're giving back and not so much that we're expecting to get. Okay. And I think I think the the culture at Walker, good or bad, uh, we were all motivated because we saw what happened with Priceline. Okay. And people, you know, people got stocks and they became rich. And we, I think, all of us were chasing that. Mm, okay. So it, it was, um, you know, and and right or wrong, uh, our culture now is more about how can we help other people, versus what are we going to get out of it. The emotion the, the, the givers yeah, gain. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Let's take a moment to highlight one of our sponsors, Peralta Design. A recent study found that the average person's attention span is only 8 seconds. Don't let wordy explanations lose you business. Peralta Design creates engaging explainer videos to educate your potential clients or customers about what you do without losing their attention. Whether it be live action or animation, Peralta Design will give your product a service of fighting chance in the information age. Don't let your business get lost in the crowd. Stand out with the video services provided by Peralta Design. We launch brands. Yeah, but I never use it. I've never, I've never had it. I want... Do you use Twitter often? I don't. I, I, I will. Uh, my, my Facebook is set up as if I make a public post on Facebook, it automatically goes to Twitter. Oh. Okay. Without me doing anything, and then what I do is I'll, I'll get a notification that somebody liked it or retweeted it, and then I go on Twitter to thank them or like their post or retweet it because then I'm like, oh, this, this must be something somebody thought was interesting. I see. But I don't consciously go to Twitter and, and tweet something. Yeah. It's usually coming off my LinkedIn or, or my uh, Facebook. What do you use to link the, the 
the services. It's it's uh, built into it. Oh, uh, really? In your Facebook, you yeah. Just click that. Yeah, there's a little box you can oh, yeah? click. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Um, so I just do that. So it's kind of automated. I'm really focused mostly. Nowadays, I find myself more and more on LinkedIn. Like something has happened over the last six months with LinkedIn mm-hmm. where, there's, where there's like a higher engagement. Um, it's become more active. Um, they were playing around with the uh, emotions on there, like the like and the heart and the clap, mm-hmm, and they yeah. were trying to figure things out. Um, and and they've gotten to the point now where it's is, and I don't know if it's something that happened with Facebook where it's becoming less serious or less professional. Um, something happened, and I think it's only going to continue to be more and more important for business. So I find myself on there more often. And what I love about LinkedIn is that. Um, because you're only posting business-related topics, should you should be, everything goes viral. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's nothing that I can set on there that limits it to my friends. So as soon as I post something, the power of, of the magnified network takes over. Because mm-hmm. if I post something and you like it, everybody on your connections list sees it. And then some of them might like it. And so now I can tell right away who liked my post and are they a first, second, or third level connection. Okay. You know, hmm. uh, and I, and you don't see you you really can't get that from from Facebook, Anywhere, right? You know, so I think for, as far as business goes, LinkedIn is becoming more and more uh, an integral part of your overall digital strategy, especially if you're B two B. So right. we're we're B two B. We're we're not uh, we're not selling uh, razors. We're not selling food. You know, we're not going direct to consumer. We our clients are other businesses, right. and businesses or at least the decision makers of businesses are hanging out on LinkedIn. Most definitely. So if you have a B2B, you need to have a presence there. I know. want it to. You, but you, you brought up, you know, Gary Vee. Gary yeah. Vee, I mean, I've listened to his things. He is a very, like, in-your-face yeah. kind of aggressive and Here's my guy. thing with him is that I, um, I you know, I, my dad yelled at me my whole life. Yeah. I don't, I'm an adult now. I'm about to be 50. I don't need another guy yelling at me. <laughs> you know, like... So, but there are kids, especially the younger demographic that has grown up with parents that know better than to yell at their kids so mm-hmm. that these parents are more like coddling them in their whole lives. Mm. All of a sudden, they find the fact of being yelled at quite refreshing. Mm-hmm. They're like, this I guy, this. I, <laughs> you know, this is going to whip me into shape. Like, I need to get off the couch. I've got to get these goals accomplished i need somebody to yell at me and so they gravitate towards towards him he's he is a a, from a strictly uh content saturation strategy he's a genius he's pretty much he will recommend that you should be posting like two three four five times a day right a day if any of us did that people would get so sick of us they they, they don't follow us but there's no time to do that right how do you have the time to do that he literally has a guy that contacted him and said, I'll, I'll video you for free, and follows him around and records him everywhere. And now that guy has a job, probably a well-paying job. Probably. Just documenting Gary Vee. So it's just documenting and posting and documenting and posting. Like, you can't, you can't scroll through Instagram without seeing, like, four or five of his videos. Yeah. Um, and he's, now he's amassed 
a good 10 years worth of content. You know, he's been doing this for a while, um, and he, he's a great businessman, you know. He just did the uh, – his his agency just did the campaign for the Planners Peanuts uh, Super Bowl ad. That was his really? that, that was That was VaynerMedia, Kill- yeah. Wow. Where they killed wow. uh, Mr. Killed, Peanut. Yeah, and then they made the baby And nut. then they made the baby nut, which <laughs> that's nut. a whole other side oh, yeah. conversation. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> 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 All those memes were amazing. I know. <laughs> that was no. just meme gold. I know. I mean, the guy's he's killing it. You know, he works hard. He comes from that. Um, I, I identify with him coming from like that immigrant, you know, background stock where your parents sacrifice for you and right. and they instill a work ethic in you. He has that, and that, and that I, that I admire big time. Yeah. What is and, his ethnicity? Um, I, I want to yeah. say he's Eastern European. Yeah. You know. Uh, Vanyachuk, you know, I would guess it's Eastern Bloc of some sort. Yeah. You know, but uh, I know his parents had a wine business, which he yeah. he he worked at, and then he he blew that up. He did like a wine, wine club. Library. Yeah, yeah. Really? He, he did yeah. like a subscription service yeah. concept, uh, and and you know made millions with that, and and now he's doing his own agency, and and um, and and in many ways, uh, I think the planners campaign, like planners hired him because they know that. They're also getting him, him right. and he's gonna and he's gonna tell people to hashtag and follow and right. and do all this. So I mean, they, it was pretty smart on their behalf. Oh, know. he's Russian. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Eastern yeah. Bloc. Eastern. Yeah. 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 So we weren't too far off. Yeah. I'm, I'm bringing him up. He he mentioned that LinkedIn was the place to be. I, absolutely, like, I agree. The place to be, and it, it was you know I I I saw him when I first started. Uh, so it was about two years ago. I saw him going out there, and he's like, "People need to be on here. They yeah. need to put it out because everybody, all business professionals, especially like you said, remote from B two B, are on LinkedIn." Yep, yep. You will see presidents of companies, CEOs. That's they're not they're not hanging out on on uh, you know, yeah Instagram. They're on LinkedIn, yeah. and mm-hmm. it, and it's just there's something with the algorithm. There's something with the the user interface. They they've been fit, trying to figure it out for years, for years, and you know. Well, I'm still on the free. I'm, I'm still on the free version, which is Same. another thing. I, I don't see yet uh, the need to pay for it. Um, I think that you get to see who's looking at your profile, and you get to message people more if if you, you know. So I am not gonna pay for it until I really get to the point where I feel like I need to. Okay. Where it's like I'm being limited as to what I want to do. But for now. The free version's fine. I, I put content out there. I get a lot of good feedback, and people people see it. I, when I'm when I go to networking events, people will comment about what they've seen right. that, on LinkedIn. Right. Well, you're also put, putting really good stuff out, yeah. right? Really yeah. positive, right. related to your brand. Right. The other thing I wanted to mention: Do you guys get that pop up when you LinkedIn.com, and then it'll take you to like another page, and it'll show you like uh, I don't know some company's advertising? No, no, no I think you got no. hacked. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think you got that. No, I've never had that. Is it like, well, because I just log into my phone and it just automatically pops no, up. No, it's only on the computer. Only on the computer? Yeah, so maybe I, it's just my pop-up blocker. It could yeah. be. Yeah, It definitely could be. Let's take a moment to highlight one of our sponsors, Peralta Design. A recent study found that the average person's attention span is only eight seconds. Don't let wordy explanations lose you business. Peralta Design creates engaging explainer videos to educate your potential clients or customers about what you do without losing their attention. Whether it be live action or animation, Peralta Design will give your product or service a fighting chance in the information age. Don't let your business get lost in the crowd. Stand out with the video services provided by Peralta Design. We launch brands. Um, what was your, what's your greatest struggle as a business owner? Uh, greatest struggle as a business owner? 
Getting better at uh, identifying clients that are that are good fits for us, you know, because as you're growing a business, mm. you you're trying to take everybody, you want to service everybody. In reality, you you know, over the years, I've had to get better at identifying, you know, who who are my who are my ideal clients. And so, what I've done is uh, haven't gone to talk for some some educational business, you know, uh, executive business classes. What is talk? Tuck the School of Business up at Dartmouth. Um, I've gone up there several times, and one of the things I learned there was um, to take your client list and break them up into tiers, tier one, tier two, tier three. And then you want to ultimately replace those tier threes with either tier ones or tier twos. But a tier one would be a client that um, is pleasant to work with, um, you know, pays on time, um, you know, pays, pays your rate. Um, and the work that you do is fulfilling and it's in your wheelhouse. Like that's like the perfect client. And then a tier three would be somebody that um, doesn't pay you on time, uh, is very difficult to work with, uh, you know, it's always a hard time uh, to deal with or, or to get paid. Um, the work that you're doing is not really ideal for your, you know, for your business. So um, unfortunately, a lot of, a lot, a lot of, Businesses end up with tier threes, and a tier two could be somebody that maybe they're not paying your full rate, but you like working with them, mm-hmm. or maybe um, you know they do pay your full rate, but they're very difficult to work with, and so you still do it anyway. Right. So, so, and then you if you if you make a matrix and you start pinpointing, and you start identifying who these are, um, it helps you identify like levels of service. You know, why would somebody pay more for your services if if you're if you're providing, if you're trying to provide like this white glove service to everybody, it's very difficult to treat like a tier three the same way as a as a tier one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also helps your team identify um, who the ideal client is, and and it helps you in sales to be able to identify those people. So I think that's a struggle for me is like when you're always in growth mode, you know, you're you're on a seek and destroy. You want to just you feel like you just got to rack up that book, but in reality. Um, the wrong clients can actually hurt you. Yeah. And sometimes you got to fire a client. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard thing for a small business to understand, um, that sometimes a client is actually, you're better off without them. That's true. You know, they're not a good, they're I'm not sure all three of us have learned yeah. that lesson. Absolutely, you will. I have it. You're going to learn. So we, uh, we're out of time today. Next episode, we'll hear about some things that Ramon has coming up. Uh, out of the pipeline, community service work, and uh, a little more about his experience with Priceline. <laughs> Thank you for listening. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the opinions of the staff, management, sponsors, or the Greater Valley Chamber of Commerce.